Hello, Steven. Hello, Erica. They say hoarsely. Yeah. We're fighting a whooping cough. Mm-hmm. Pertussis. Pertussis. We've been fighting this. I've been fighting it, I think, for longer than you. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks longer. Yeah. Uh, when I just thought it was a cough. And then you got a cough. And then you got diagnosed for... Bronchitis. Bronchitis. Which turns out was wrong. Yeah. It was actually whooping cough, which is confirmed. And I was diagnosed with whooping cough. Which apparently lasts forever. And that's why we haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Lots of coughing. I know. Kind of missed it. It, feel, it felt kind of weird. We watched uh, two episodes of Keys and Marinus, The Velvet Web and The Screaming Jungle. Mm-hmm. And as we're, you know, because we've been keeping up with the podcasts that, you know, come out on a weekly basis, unlike this one. Mm-hmm. So we were doing RFS and we were doing, you know, you were doing Verity, Verity. and Babylon 5. So like I and was... memory cheats. Only... But you don't do that. Well, okay, Babylon Vibes every other week, and the Memory Cheats is a block every now and then. Every now and then. The last block that I had done for Memory Cheats was back before the age of pertussis. <laughs> the before times. The before times. And only, like, literally last week or two weeks ago did we actually start recording again because mm-hmm. of the silly sickness that mm-hmm. has prevented us. So it just felt odd to watch 1960s Doctor Who again. It which did. is kind of why I, I asked if... if we could do two episodes tonight because mm-hmm. it just felt kind of. Because you missed it. Um, I missed it, but it also just felt I wasn't used to the pace of everything after seeing other shows, other so more you, modern shows. So you wanted to watch more of it instead of less. I'm I, confused. I did. I did want to watch more of it so Ooh. that I could feel that more was happening. Maybe. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now I get it. Now yeah. I get it. Well, that really can't be said about the Keys of Marinus, huh? because there's two entirely different episodes going on in here. There's, you know, mm-hmm. the Velvet Web is, they go to this place and everyone's hypnotized except for Barbara and then, and then she wins. And then mm-hmm. the next one, they find a key and then, and then it ends. This was very frustrating for me. Um, <laughs> the, well, in part because we just finished watching a hockey game, which was really, really painful. Yeah. We were robbed. Listen robbed. To, yeah. When well, I can't listen to Hockey Feels, my other hockey podcast, because we didn't talk about that. We recorded it already. Mm-hmm. I would have vented. I would have vented about the Oilers. Listen losing. next week. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I was I was kind of going into this with a little bit of frustration. Uh, the the first one that we watched though the the Velvet Web kind of tamped down that frustration because oh. it was Barbara being awesome all the way through mm-hmm. and then we get to the next one the Screaming Jungle and it's Barbara being awful and stupid the whole way through and I hated it and I was so frustrated that it was just like all the feelings from the end of that hockey game came back only stronger so it was this it's been a roller coaster tonight for me I'm not gonna lie oh mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that. Well, I like roller coasters, so there's that. <laughs> what was so? Yeah. Oh well, I'm 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 asking just so you can tell me <laughs> what you didn't like about um, Barbara's characterization in episode three compared to what she did in episode two. So in episode two, she is she's the only one who actually knows what's happening, and I mean that's not something that she had any part in. It's because a little disc fell off of her forehead. Um, so <clears throat> I'm not giving her credit for that, but I am giving her credit for the way she handled it because um, she yeah, she was on the you know borderline of being hysterical. She maybe could have explained things better to get everybody else to listen to her. However, um, after a few minutes, I realized that they were already pretty deep into the hypnosis, so it wouldn't have mattered how well she explained anything. They weren't they weren't going to come around and, and believe her anyway. 
So I, I just thought that she she made smart choices. She did a nice job with what's the girl's name? Uh, Sabitha. Sabitha. I like that name. Yeah. Um, so she was she was very smart with her, helping her get her memories back and, you know, kind. And the, <laughs> the only part that made me laugh was when she was hiding around a corner. Nobody in Doctor Who has peripheral vision no in the one. 60s, uh, which I think is delightfully funny. Um, I, th- I think it was uh, Altos being um, obviously under the influence of the brain creatures of yes. Morphoton. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why he was just singularly focused. Remember when Ian said that he didn't blink once when he came into the room. Ah, and tunnel vision. Yeah, the lack of, mo- exactly, the tunnel vision or the lack of moisture in his <laughs> eyes actually <laughs> prevents him from seeing uh, from the side to side. Ah, I like this. Headcanon yeah. accepted. Also, Ding! also uh, affects the board. Uh, so it's a Marinus thing because in episode one, of course, when <gasps> Su- Susan's right. hiding... Not even behind a wall. She's just hiding against a wall, <laughs> and the Vord can't see her. Well, maybe Vord just don't have peripheral vision, and that's just that's just a thing about the Vord that yeah. we have to accept because they are different. They are different. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, yes. So anyway, Susan, or not Susan? Sorry, Barbara. <clears throat> good <clears throat> all the way through. Yep. Uh, the first one we watched tonight, and. Um, you know, she she gets to just kick booty at the very end of it and smashes up all of the uh, the you know. She, I was disappointed she didn't smash all the brain jars. Uh, she was supposed to. Oh, really? She was supposed to. Oh. It's funny. For years, I thought that Jacqueline Hill um, accidentally smashed one of them just because. Yeah, it's, I was wondering about that. No? She was supposed to smash all of them apparently, and she missed all but one. There's, I think, mm-hmm. what three. Well, I mean, it's. Yeah. I, I don't blame her too much because the the implement that she was holding and using to smash it them, um, when she hit, it seemed like it was longer. And when she hit the first jar, it seemed like the thing that she was holding to smash actually part of it broke off. Oh, so, I never noticed that. So I, that's what it looked like to me. So I thought that if she was supposed to be smashing the other jars, she was probably scared to get her hand too close to the breaking glass. Ah. So she was trying to like whiff just a little bit and just like wing it with the end of the super short thing. And Good that's boy. why she missed. So, um, so, so I still think it was Barbara being awesome. We'll go with that. Yeah. So, yeah. That was, so that was fun and very cool. And, you know, she was hitting the table in front of them. So I, in my headcanon, that's where the, the cords connecting them to their power source was. So she was able to take them out that way. Yes. There are also little glass things connecting. Mm-hmm. I think she got all those. The okay. glass things yeah. connecting the brains. Yep. Um, so she succeeded there. Really. So yay, Barbara. So I was really yeah. excited. And then <clears throat> maybe it was worse because we watched both in one night that oh, I just had these two. Di- <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, two to, uh, to, to compare to directly um, because we go right into the beginning of the next one. Mm-hmm. And she's just instantaneously just so stupid. Okay, so first of all, okay. they uh, Susan gets there early, she hears something, and then they all appear. And Barbara's very just sort of like condescendingly placating, like, sure you heard something. Barbara, in the previous little episode there, nobody was believing you when you saw the truth. And here you are doing the same friggin' thing mm-hmm. to Susan. That just, oh, like, God, that annoyed me very much. And then, um, you know, Ian saying... It, you know, don't do anything until we get back, which she has a point about him treating them like Dresden China, but that's fine. That's still a smart thing to do to not say, go through an archway that's suddenly open. Right. Um, that was just incredibly infuriating to me. And then to just, just wander on up there and start climbing up and tell Ian, no, no, no I got it. And then Ian was being stupid. Why didn't he come in right away? Yeah. I, I, nobody did. Everybody was just sort of standing in the, 
<laughs> the archway looking down the hall. And they couldn't, they didn't seem to want to go in there, but they yeah. quite obviously well, could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, that was frustrating to me. And then, oh, and then what did she do next? Well, the little, the little spinny thing that the, the, um, the statue grabbed her. Right. And spun and her she, around. And mm-hmm. then she fell under a net. And was yeah. being oh, threatened yeah. she by walks, some unconvincing so she, spikes. So she then, walks through the door <clears throat> while even Ian is still away trying to get some, you know, like the door opens. D- you d- Don't go through the door. Yeah. Never. Okay, first of all, don't split the party because that's just stupid. Mm-hmm. It was kind of dumb for them to, dumb for the doctor to go off someplace else. Um, we'll get to that. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was maybe not the wisest for some of them to go wander around while Susan and Barbara were sitting behind. And then it was really dumb for her to walk down the hall and walk into a door. I just, I mean, I, there was a part of me that was just like, just let the friggin' ceiling fall. She's earned it. So let it go. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, I was, I had some, I had some anger feels towards, mm. towards Barbara for, or, you know, for the writing of Barbara, but that's what it boils down to no matter what. You know, when I love her, I love the writing of Barbara. When I don't love her, I hate the writing. It's just uh, frustrating when it's, uh, when it happens in the same story by the same writer. Yeah. yeah. I know. It was, and I, I had that thought. I was like, this feels like, uh, two different completely different stories not just in the fact that they're separate little vignettes but that the characters just seem like they were written completely differently i just it was baffling to me it is weird isn't she, it? she she went from you know very much barbara she was being barbara to being generic screamy companion because this was very much like this is the kind of thing that if i were going to show a clip reel of the 60s and the way that the companions in the 60s were sometimes the typical screaming girls mm-hmm. this would be this would be Barbara, absolutely, you know, when the vines start getting her, when she's in the, the net, it's just... Although, I will point out, screamy-wise, that I liked <clears throat> at the, the end of the previous one and the beginning of this one, when Susan is hearing the... The, Scream, the Screaming the Jungle. The Screaming Jungle, yes. She has a good reason to be freaked out. And I think that the the audience would not have known that that sound was supposed to be as bad as it was without her reacting that way to it. So I thought that this was a really good narrative use of the screaming companion. So it was good. And she didn't even like scream, scream, but she was, she was very freaked out and I think had a nice little performance of that. Yeah. So not every time is it annoying and stupid, just sometimes. I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, so this is kind of like the first, well, no, you were annoyed at the doctor at times um, throughout mm-hmm. the courses, uh, the course of these episodes as well. Um, this not, is, this not is my first episodes, time being but... super annoyed with Barbara. Yeah, I don't like the way that feels. Oh, well, like, it'll get better. I have a feeling that, the, that we've been back and forth so many times here. She'll probably be great again sooner rather than later. Maybe next week. Maybe. When I say next week, I mean the next week's episode, The mm-hmm. Snows of Terror, I believe it's called. Yeah. Oh, d- yes. And then at the end, she's I just, I can't move. I'm too cold. I'm too cold. I'm sorry, lady, but I'm from Wisconsin and now Edmonton. There's like, even if it is well below zero, if it's yeah. that cold, you need, you, you just, you move. You, you know? move. I've never been frozen in, spo- in a spot. I like, mm-hmm. I'd want to keep moving. But I suppose when there's no room in the BBC studio <laughs> and they need to end the episode... I'm too cold. I can't mm. move. I just it's it's hard to watch the the female characters always get the lines like that, and I know that's yeah. just the way that it the, the way that it was, but mm-hmm. it doesn't make it any easier to watch. 
No, no, it doesn't. Um, what do you, how do you, how do you feel about the, um, the adventure aspect of this thing where like each episode appears to be a individual little 20 minute story that, uh, that finds a key. I'm loving that. Yeah. You made a comment there saying about, about how, uh, you know, we get to the next story, the screaming jungle and, and nothing happens. I actually liked it. If it wasn't for all the Barbara annoyances, oh, okay. I thought, I thought it was cool. I liked the, 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 the statue that spins around and the, you know, stepping on a, a a plate and the statue of the guy with the the big axe slams mm-hmm. down like all the booby traps and all the, I don't know that kind of stuff is seems very neat to me and given the the little amount of of money I'm sure they had to work with I feel yeah. like this was it was really cool it's just like you know nifty sets dressed up and and yeah sure the vines looked you know a little bit janky when they were moving around but it was <laughs> but it was still cool that's true. I think the vines are the best part. It's funny mm-hmm. that on the DVD, um, there is a little feature, like a seven, eight minute interview with Raymond Cusick, who was the designer back then. Mm. Uh, and he designed this episode. And the whole time, he's basically going, oh, no, this is terrible. This bit's awful. Oh, bit. he's selling himself says, oh, short. I'm just not happy with this one at all. Because <laughs> I think he just didn't have the money mm-hmm. to, because, you know, this is a, this is a TV show that had a tiny budget. And had to basically spread that budget out over six episodes. And so they would have like mm-hmm. the same sets for... Usually. Usually. This is a rare case mm-hmm. where they are building an entirely new world each and every single week. That's crazy. Then it's super ambitious. I. It is really ambitious. <laughs> I applaud them for that. There are parts of it, you know, you notice that the, the brains of Morphaton, mm-hmm. um, uh, their room is just a black drape because there's no, there's, there was no money for a set. And then, you know, I never even, I didn't even notice. Oh, really? That. I oh. mean, like, I, I guess there wasn't anything in there, but I thought they were cool looking. I thought neat little brains with eyes, and yeah. I, I liked the fact that it was just in this black draped room because they're brains in a jar. They don't need anything else. That's a good point. That's actually a good point. I also noticed that that there are no like when they go into the doctor's quote unquote lab, mm-hmm. like yep. it's just an empty room with a table and a mug. I was like, this is this is a smart move on the uh, on the part of set dressing when it comes to the budget. Yep. That's fun. It's like an invisible spaceship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I noticed, this is the first time I noticed this, but uh, episode three has a lot more sets and other stuff to to in the in the episode itself. But mm-hmm. notice how there is, apart from the new two, two guest actors in Altos right. and Sabitha, there's only one extra guest actor in the whole thing. Oh, yeah. So that's okay. how you save on money there by uh-huh. having very few. Yeah. And I noticed uh, when he spoke... Um, it was the same voice that voiced the brains in the previous episode. So <laughs> there's all sorts of... Um, of Cost-saving ac- measures. Yes, accounting mm-hmm. going on. And uh, you mentioned uh, the doctor going off ahead and finding keys himself, perhaps. Was he on vacation or something? This is the first uh, instance of a regular cast member being on vacation and thus being <laughs> written out. This, is, this, is, this was the hardest... A rewrite, like like a write out of a mm-hmm. character yet, and it's probably the best story to do it. And that it's right. a quest thing. You said, "Oh, I'll just jump ahead, meet me there in a couple weeks." Mm-hmm. Um, one week, one week, one week, one week. Story wise, spoiler: mm-hmm. he's not in next week's either. Um, <laughs> I didn't think so. William Hartnell gets two weeks off, you see, because he oh. is. Yeah, actually, I think all all the regular cast get two weeks off at some point during this season so mm. try and find out when that is oh boy that's your that's your task that's oh your little boy. test <laughs> oh for the rest of the episodes i'm sure it'll be it'll, it'll be probably pretty be obvious it'll mm-hmm. be pretty obvious yeah huh 
Well, yeah, the Barbara aspect is um is the thing, but it was 1964, um, mm-hmm. you know, times uh, well, change. Well, I'm not I'm not giving well I, I'll. <clears throat> I'll mm-hmm. cut them a little bit of slack for that as far as just writing her as a screamy companion, but they get no slack for the back and forth with her character. No, good point. Yeah, you because know. that's just that's just inconsistency and laziness, I think. Yeah, that's just that's basically uh, having the companion fulfill a role that the story needed as opposed to yep. following what the companion would be doing at that point. Exactly. And I, I mean, when I think about it, you really wouldn't have... The, the screaming jungle as it is if you had Barbara acting like the real Barbara. No. Nope. None of that crap would ha- have happened. So it would have been a completely different story. Mm-hmm. I think I probably would have liked it better, but... <laughs> right. I thought they got better um, as a team there once um, once the old man died and then they were sort of trying to figure stuff yes. out. Yes. Yep. That you was know? fine. You know, if they would have just done it the other way around, for some reason, you know, Susan arrives so early that she's able to get in there and it, it spins around just as the rest of them arrive and they see her disappearing. Mm-hmm. You know, I can buy Susan being the impetuous teenager being like, oh, I see the thing. I'm going to get it right yeah. away before, you know, before everybody else gets here and then I'm going to be the hero. That I would have would have bought and then they could have, you know, here's me rewriting stories from, <laughs> from 50 years ago. But then <sighs> Susan would be the one being caught in the thing and then she would be stuck in the, and then that wouldn't work, right? Because it has to be Ian and Barbara finding the key and them only them being there although really susan is completely superfluous to everything at this point Mm -hmm. she's so superfluous they just say go away (laughs) go away to the next fund with these two strangers who we just met yeah that was like really you're sending the teenage girl off with these two people that you don't know at all hmm interesting morals in this yeah well Mm. Hey, it was 1964, <laughs> whatever that means. That's, well, that's what happened back then, yeah. All oh. right, well, is that it for these two, then? I think so. You haven't really said what you think of them so much. Um, I think they're a bit creaky. It's, uh, <laughs> at times, I kind of want to, you know, I wanted to talk more about two episodes than I did just about one. That's another reason why I wanted to watch ah, two. Ah, I and see. I'm thinking, uh, the second one isn't, uh, it's just funny that Barbara lands in this place and I think about a minute passes in between Barbara arriving and the rest of the team arriving and in that time she's had time to change her clothes she is mm-hmm. uh, asked about she's <laughs> she's ordered supper she is already familiar with yes. everything that's going on she has a dress on order for her already mm-hmm. I just thought that was very strange yeah that was a little uh yeah, it's well, like TV it's, time, you know, like whenever they, mm-hmm. like, oh, we've been we've been searching for 15 minutes. It's been two on screen. Don't try to pull the wool over our eyes, you know. So mm-hmm. I guess I'll look, overlook that, but I don't know. Sometimes the, I think of all the episodes, I mean, the, 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 the Screaming Jungle one, there wasn't much of a plot to begin with. It was just, let's find the key. It's in this building somewhere. But the other one, the Velvet Web, kind of tried to set up a whole world like if the whole thing mm-hmm. felt like a doctor who story like a four-part doctor who story mm-hmm. completely compressed yeah. into 20 mm-hmm. minutes with everything else taken out it did and i liked that oh yeah i thought it was I, a little too too compressed for a little you. too compressed but yeah. maybe i was just blinded by barbara's awesomeness and <laughs> could be it and the fact that she had a really pretty dress at the beginning yeah and that even but it was the, rags it was even rags the, even the rag dress was you know, she wore it well, I'm just saying. <laughs> and then she gets to go back to her, her usual, um, you know, shirt with a big sort of 
turtlenecky kind of. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's a word for it that I don't know my fashion very much, but I like I like that. That's that's what I think of. You know, that's that's the Barbara outfit I always think of. People talk about her being in cardigans, but this is the one that I see in my mind. Yeah, I'm just trying to think when she finally jettisons that. Um, well, don't tell me. I don't want to know. No. I'd like to think it'll last forever, even though I know it won't. Well, it's already in, you've already seen that it's in next week's episode, so you can enjoy it there. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> Something to look forward sweater. to. Yeah. And hopefully it won't be a week before we record, though. No, I think we'd like to uh, to finish the Keys of Marinus before we leave for the UK. Yes. And then at some point during our time in the UK, I think it's only right that we talk about the next story, uh, the Aztecs. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Yes, as as we record this, it is a Sunday night, and we leave for the UK on Friday. So we've got time to get the rest of... Uh, the keys Marinus in. We do. As long as our voices hold out. It's held out today. I'm, I'm managing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting better. <laughs> I think we are. All right. Until next time then. Bye. Bye. Bye.